Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Matthews, and I have had such a great March. This has been wonderful, and so much energy has been in the industry and kind of getting back out there to events and the events being filled with people, which is great. But I do have a little cold, so forgive me. Uh, My voice is a little off this week, but I just have an amazing guest for you today. His name is David, and he is going to fill us in about who he is and what he does. Welcome, (laughs) David. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Like you said, uh, my name is David Brewer. Uh, I'm with uh, the Atlantic Rural Manager for SEPCO, and uh, I've been now with them for 12 years. Um, I started this business about 28 years ago. Didn't know a thing about mechanical seals or packing or, or any of that stuff. Uh, so it's uh, it's been a great learning experience over the last 28 years. Well, okay. So I'm really curious, what got you into it, though? Did you have family or a background? Like, well, how did you find the mechanical seals industry? Well, both, actually. It's funny you say that. Both background and I had family already in the business. Um Uh, So I spent four years in the Navy and while I was in the Navy, I worked on a lot of pumps. I worked on a lot of process equipment. Um, uh, And uh, so when I got out and went back to college, uh, my uncle who was already in the industry uh, was encouraging me to, to get into it. And um, so it was just kind of a natural fit. You know, it really is. And I've been talking to a lot of people um, because, you know, the podcast, but also like uh, at events and things, the Navy has such a great, uh, I guess, pool of people that we don't really think about um, that have careers in our industry right now. Right. So they came out of um, the military or the Navy and, and they, they've been working on equipment and then hey, why not the pump industry, right? So uh, we were talking a lot about that as a niche industry because they've got the hands-on, they've got the leadership and the crit- critical importance of of taking care of you know, a plant and making sure that it runs efficiently, right? Because uh, I was just talking to someone, uh, the boat has to work or you're stranded, That's right? right? <laughs> Absolutely. No, at, you know, at the end of the day, when you're on a ship, you know, you're responsible for so much more than just, that equipment that you're looking after, because if things go wrong, you have to kind of be a jack of all trades and you hit the nail on the head. I mean, most of the guys coming out of the military have extraordinary, you know, leadership qualities and organizational qualities. And so one, if they're either in the plant, uh, in the, in the manufacturing plant themselves, or two, if they're in the industry that I'm in, which is, you know, on the, on the manufacturing side of things that is providing, resources to these many these these plants uh they they have those great organizational skills and and leadership qualities yeah and i just on you know where you work so sepco i have actually we're both in alabama so (laughs) roll tide i know that's not for everyone but um We're, we're in Alabama. And so I, I came and toured the facility. I've actually gotten to do like a video session with everybody there, which was really fun to get to know the people behind the scenes and see how packing was made, uh, which is a phenomenal process. Uh, it's just so cool to, to see. So you, you said you've been there for, for quite some time now, but um, I guess, can you explain a little bit about seals for our industry? What What is a mechanical seal? What is pump packing? Just for people who maybe that's not their everyday life. 
Sure. No, that's great. Um, well, when you came to our plant, the, the first thing you probably notice is all those braiding machines that are braiding packing. Uh, you would think you were in a textile plant, you know, where they they're making blue jeans or something like that. It's it's crazy. But, um, you know, we do we make both uh, mechanical seals and packing. Um, funny enough, they both go in the exact same equipment, but we use them at different times. So if you have something like that you're manufacturing or, or mixing uh, in a plant that, uh, that is toxic or requires EPA regulations or, you know, is, is extremely corrosive or dangerous to the atmosphere, we would typically want to put a mechanical seal on that. Um, the other times that we typically want to put a mechanical seal on a piece of equipment is if you're trying to conserve water. You know, for instance, if uh, if you can't flush the packing and um, keep it cool, you, you sometimes you have a tendency to want to go towards a mechanical seal to uh, to help conserve water. Um, but both are are very similar in that they they act as a seal from either a pump side or vessel side uh, to atmosphere. That keeps the it keeps the fluid that you're moving uh, out from you know the environment from, from getting on the floor or from leaking out into the atmosphere. Yeah. I like uh, that word containment. Uh, they were talking yep. about that at the fluid ceiling association. Uh, mm -hmm. That really explained it to me, right? Like we need to know what fluids are out there and, and contain right. the ones that we need to contain. And then, you know, I, I think all of it, all the ceiling um, is doing that, but some at different levels, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, when, when we use a mechanical seal, the leakage rates are measured in parts per millionth. So, so if you were to uh, have a mechanical seal and, you know, every mechanical seal leaks, it's just deemed on, you know, what, what is acceptable. Um, and so when you look at a mechanical seal and see the pump shaft running inside of it, uh, that seal is actually leaking a little bit. It's just deemed as invisible leakage. Um, there, there's always a pressure drop going across the faces um, and that can be either, you know, a clean, cool barrier fluid, or it could be the product itself that you're pumping. Um, and in and, and contrast, a mechanical or a mechanical packing uh, leaks quite regularly. I mean, when you look at it, uh, the F, uh, you just mentioned the Fluid Sealing Association, uh, they deem um, that a pump packing can leak 10 to 12 drops per minute per inch of shaft size. So it's, it's going to leak. You see it. You can physically see uh, packing leaking. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. And I think it's, it's really like, how do we know that it's working, right? And uh, is this the right uh, sealing device for the application? Uh, so, so there's a lot of, you know, reliability work, efficiency work, and, and all of that that goes into play. How do you help, you know, with, with the customers out there that you have? Uh, oh, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, typically, when when either a customer calls us at SEPCO or or myself uh, visit a plant, you know, we tend to ask a lot of questions. We want to know, you know, um, uh, what the temperature is. You know, is that is that um, fluid that they're pumping? Is it toxic to the environment? Is it toxic to humans? Um, we have about a hundred questions that we ask before we make a recommendation to go in either the packing realm or the mechanical seal realm. So typically we have application data sheets that we specifically target the customer with. 
Yeah. Yep. And, and, and so you've got to go deep with the quest customer, basically. You oh, yeah. to understand their business and, and okay. So then I can see how your process works. Um, I always think it's interesting uh, coming from the pump industry. I'm like, it takes a pump to run a pump, you know, like to build a <laughs> pump to, you know, it's, it's really interesting uh, how, wh where's the chicken, where's the egg kind of thing. But once you get in there and you see a process, you know, sometimes it's improving a process or straight out the gate, there's something new, right? A new piece of equipment and what right. goes into that. Um, and I guess also you have like relationships directly with, let's say, pump manufacturers and then also uh, manufacturing or uh, process plants themselves. Yeah, typically um, for me, you know, and we have, there's there's five of me at SEPCO. So that are, you know, uh, regional managers that are going around with either distributors or directly and talking to the end users, or like you just said, the OEMs. Um, and when we go in a plant, you know, typically we get to know these people, we get to know the process. Um, and um, most of the time, you know, there's a eight, what we call the 80, 20 rule. It's kind of funny. 80% of the problems are only 20% of the equipment that's, that's in a plant. And so um, we typically, tend to work on what we call problem children, you know, or, uh, or repeat offenders, you know, that, mm -hmm. uh, that seem to have problems. We identify those. And then uh, once we identify them, we actually start asking all the questions that we were just talking about, you know, about uh, the application so that we can make the correct recommendation. Cause well, if you saw it, you saw our packing uh, facility, we make over 700 styles of different packing. So how to choose that, you know, which is the right one for the application or the vast majority of mechanical seals, all the mechanical seals that we have to offer, you know, how to apply those to, to one application or another. It's, it's kind of, it's very, uh, um, fun, uh, but it's challenging at the same time. Yeah. You have, uh, something new every day, probably that, that can come yeah. up different facilities and stuff because, you know, it's in every plant and uh, that I can even think of, but it is kind of a neat process to see. And, um, you know, I always think valve packing because of, um, some of the things that happen at the fluid sealing association, I, I see the valve packing. I, I don't think that I have, as much experience in pump packing and like where that lives. Um, mm -hmm. And so I can think about it as far as what needs to be sealed, but is, do you have a hard time like picking which one to, to present to the client? So, sometimes it's, um, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of times in general, it's not always the case, but in general um, packing is less expensive to buy say than a mechanical seal. So we always have to be careful with a customer and kind of know who we're talking to because there's some, you know, they're, they're within their, they have budgets as well as everybody else. And so we have to make sure that uh, when we do present them with a solution that one, they can afford it. And two, uh, it's the right solution for that application. Um, but I, I typically, let's take a paper mill, for example, there are a lot of applications where we can actually get away with packing, putting packing in there, mechanical packing instead of a mechanical seal, save the customer a lot of money. Um, like on stock pumps, for instance, you have these, what they call thick stock pumps are moving a lot of heavy, heavy stock uh, from, from point A to point B. Um, and you, typically you want to use packing in those applications and um, they're, it's great for it. We have, you know, a lot of different styles that, that actually can provide a great solution for them in that, in that situation. Yeah. And it is based on how it's created, like the fibers that are used, the coding things that go into it. It's, it's really kind of um, amazing to see how those 
So if anybody is in Alabama or wants to take a visit, I know that y'all give them a tour. Oh, uh, anytime. We love to have visitors. Yeah. And so, um, well, I'm, I'm, you know, if, if somebody was, um, you know, interested in learning more about mechanical seals or packing, where would you point them? So uh, we have a great resource on our website, you know, it's www.sepco.com. It, uh, we have a section there called uh, seal connect S E A L connect. And it is a great resource. It will show you, it has pictures, videos, step-by-step instructions on how to either stall packing or a mechanical seal. Um, it's a great resource. I even use it. I've been doing this for 28 years and I still use it all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that people get used to doing that. We, we used to talk about going back to the basics all the time. Um, it's not a bad thing to go to the basics and, you know, fret, make sure like it's still in your mind. You've done so many other things, but let's just make sure we're doing the first thing right. <laughs> and and so I think it's important to go back to the basics on a regular basis. Oh gosh, Charlie, you're right. I mean, it's funny, you know, all of our mechanical seals that we sell, when they come to the customer, they have instructions inside of them and they're step-by-step, you know, one, two, three, four, five, all the way down to the last step. And I, as, since I put in a hundred thousands of mechanical seals in my career, and I still read the instructions every single time, step-by-step, just to make sure I got it right. It's kind of our insurance policy. You know, I mean, if you look, you know, to the end user, you know, I tell them if they use those steps, that's their insurance policy. Yeah. And, and you know, similarly, I was on a podcast today um, talking about the processes that go into like hospital surgeries and the airlines. And like, this is what keeps it safe and reliable because this is the proven steps and the way that it works. This is the process. And so don't look, you know, don't make it human error, you know, if we don't have to just eliminate right. that as much as possible. Um, and so I like good checklists, even though, I'm yeah. a, you know, I, I sometimes, you know, I'm a rule breaker or, or a risk taker, I'd like to say, um, yeah. I, I still think uh, the process is so important. And I'm learning that more and more each day that processes save energy and time and allows us to do better work, more work in different areas. So I love that. I love that y'all have the instructions right there for them. Yeah, it makes it, it just makes it so much easier. And, you know, again, they could also go on our website and see there's great packing instructions just right there, videos of of installs and stuff like that that they can use. And like you said, just get back to the basics. And it's also really cool to watch. I just have to say that. Like it's one <laughs> of the, you know, um, uh, Instagram worthy video for sure to see some of these things moving. We were, we were talking about that this week too. Just anything that that rotates and spins or has fluid moving, like we're, we're like, that's fun to watch. Uh, oh, yeah. Insight into me and and you've mentioned it too, or alluded to like, uh, I love a plant tour, uh, as you do. Yes. Well, yep. let me like give you the kind of last word here for our audience. Is there anything else kind of on your mind that you want to make sure that they know? Just, the, uh, you know, I, I like to be careful. I, you know, like you, you said it earlier, I like to be careful. I like to get people involved that know what they're talking about. It doesn't have to be me or, in, you know, but but have somebody involved in your process that, that you can trust that can help you make the right decisions, whether it is to go with packing or mechanical seal, and then uh, use your, use your local guy that can, um, that can help you with the, the install and make sure that it goes right. Um, I just say you, you can never be too careful uh, in these situations. Yeah. And I, I just have to mention, because Chris is so great about this, but is that family, <laughs> that family business um, culture, um, having everybody kind of part of a team 
there uh, at SEPCO. I know that's, that's important. And I know you've had some some great members of the team that have been there for many, many years, uh, which is a testament to that. Um, just, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there as a Oh, a you would be hard pressed to find a better place to work. I mean, it is, it's a great, like you just said, family atmosphere. I appreciate you saying that because that's what it feels like. I'm the young pup at SEPCO, even though I've been doing this for 28 years and I'm still like the youngest guy in the group in terms of uh, my time uh, at SEPCO. So we've, we've had guys there 48, uh, well, yeah, 48 years. Um, so they've, they've all been uh, around the block and have a lot of experience. That's right. And that expertise comes in handy, um, especially if they're bringing along the young bucks like yourself. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not so young, but we uh, want to pass right. them down, pass it down, you know, that knowledge. And that's what we want to make sure that we do. So with that, I'm going to do a little rapid fire questions and pick your brain a little bit. The first one's okay. fun. Uh, what is your favorite book? Grapes of Wrath. Okay. All right. All right. Now, favorite song or band? Led Zeppelin. Okay. I like it. I've had a lot of rock stars this week. It's awesome. And then what um, is the best advice that you've ever received? Oh, wow. That's a good one. I would say the best advice is never to, this is going to sound a little too profound probably, but, but do not ever confuse activity with results. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, stepping on some toes out there. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Okay. And now this is your chance. This is a chance for you to give um, your advice to a young professional coming into the business. To stay with it, to, to be tenacious, don't give up and, and stay with it. it. There's a lot of persistence uh, that it takes to be in this and survive in this business. And you have to have some tenacity. Um, another great piece of advice a guy from SEPCO gave me years ago is get up and go somewhere. And, and it really hit home with me when I first started with SEPCO and it made a lot of sense. And, um, a lot of people will, you know, if they can't get appointments, if they can't get in front of people, they tend to give up, but don't give up and get up and go somewhere. I love that. I love that so much. Well, uh, David, it's been a pleasure to talk with you and I, if you know, I know where you are, but if, if people want to get in touch with you personally, how would you like them to do that? So the best thing is via email. It's uh, David B at SEPCO, S-E-P-C-O dot com. Okay, wonderful. That, that's the best way. Well, awesome. Well, uh, I hope that everyone will share this episode. And um, if you haven't, you know, like and subscribe so we show up in your feeds. I have been, you know, going 90 miles an hour, like I think I said uh, <laughs> on these things, but um, I've enjoyed it. I love going somewhere, getting out and going and seeing people. Um, yep. It really does uh, energize us and helps us kind of see what the industry needs. Uh, we have a lot coming down the pipe as far as, you know, magazines coming out. So if you haven't read our digital magazine, please do that, empoweringpumps.com. And I'll put all that in the show notes. Uh, but we've launched Empowering Women in Industry magazine, digital magazine. We've launched memberships with that. Um, and then we're looking forward to Epic, which is not too far from us. We're going to be Epic in uh, Atlanta area, Georgia, coming up in November. I know that's a long time from now, but plan now to be there. We'd love to have you. Um, you too, David. I know I was talking to the the greater podcast world right. there, but uh, we would love to have y'all as, as, um, as members there too. And then I guess um, I'll let I'll let that be all for now. And we'll be back every Monday with a new episode. So until then, be empowering. Mm-hmm.